Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. Fantastic. Hey, thanks for coming out today. Great to see you. You look fantastic. And uh, it's good to be home. Pastor Jeff uh, sends his uh, greetings um, from uh, CCV Church in uh, San Dimas. And of course, Pastor Jim Cabray in the Rock Church. Great friends of ours, they, uh, they send their love as well. So, um, yeah, good days ahead, I can tell you. Um, we've been focused over the last, I guess, two years now on the word increase. Increase. You would have heard about it, you would have seen it written on walls, you would have seen it everywhere. And it's been a great journey um, that the Lord has had us on. And, and to see that, that God plan unfold is is really important. You may remember this scripture, Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more uh, than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now the key uh, passage is his power that is at work within us. And it gives us this understanding that each one of us is very closely linked to the plan of God for our generation. It's not like we have this, you know, creator of the universe that's, that's way out there and, uh, and, you know, we're these tiny little ants down here and there's this big gap in between. No, 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 no. Now we are very much a vital part of his plan, his plan. And and um, it's an amazing plan. It's an amazing God plan for us, for mankind. And uh, it's to be worked out through all the believers, which is the church, us, the body of Christ. And that the church is not a way, but it's the way that God has chosen to reach humanity, bringing reconciliation. I'm a member of a golf club, and uh, when we gather down at the golf club, no one's bringing reconciliation between man and God. No one. I mean, the Rotary do great things for our community, but they're not bringing reconciliation between man and God. We are the only organisation, the only structure, the only body of people that have the ability to bring reconciliation between man and God. Why? Because that's his plan. Not because we're better than anybody, not because we've got this, you know, special gift. No, no, no. No, we're just a part of the plan of God for this generation. And that's what increase is all about. That's why it's so important that you and I must increase. We must increase. It's all about the purpose. It's about his power that is at work within us is to build us into the body, mature, strong, focused and deliberate about compelling his master's plan. Let's have a look at Ephesians chapter 4 today. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11, it says here, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up 
until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Can you see the vision? Can you see the plan that God has for the church, that has for you and I? It's not about, you know, coming on a, 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 a once a month or twice a month, tick a box and say, well, God, you know, I've, I've done a religious thing. No, no, we are a part of this amazing God plan to bring reconciliation between God and mankind. You don't sound excited about that. It's the greatest honour upon this earth. The greatest honour given to man, and you got it. We're a body of people that are being trained, being equipped with faith, knowledge, and attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Let's have a look at three things I noticed out of that passage of Scripture. It says in verse 12, it says there to equip his people for works of service. To equip his people. How good is it that we're not just given a task, but we are equipped and trained to fulfill that task? It's not like God says, I'll give them a job, you know, 50-50. They might pull it off. They may not. We'll see how they go. No, no, no. He says, I'll give you a task. I'll give you a plan. I will train you. I will equip you. I will empower you. I will strengthen you. I will mature you to be a success at everything you touch. That's a good story. That's good news. You can't lose at this if you stick to the plan. Because God won't allow it. Every time you come and sit under the Word of God, every time you come and open up your spirit to the Holy Spirit, there's a word just for you. There's something just for you in that season at that moment. Maybe the answer that you've been looking for. I have people all the time say, you know, pastor, that word just for me. Who said that? Who's ever believed that? Like, you know, you just heard a sermon, but there was something in that. It's like, oh, thank you, Jesus. That was just for me today. That is just what I needed to hear. That's how it works. I think some people think that, you know, Christianity is about just them and Jesus. Like, I don't need church. I don't need to, you know, gather with others. You know, it's just me and God, me and God. And, and uh, you know, I can be a Christian anywhere. I can, you know, be a Christian at home. And, and you can. But you'll never grow. You'll never mature. You'll never be a part of his ongoing plan. The church won't save your soul, but it will strengthen it. Won't save your soul. Jesus does that. But it will strengthen it. Imagine an athlete, you know, a runner who trains and races, and, but he does it all solo. Gets his, you know, beats his best time and beats his best time and beats his best time. But he'll never know how good he is unless he's running against other runners. Is that right? You know, unless you're competing against other runners, you'll, you'll never know whether your time is the best time. It's one thing to be your best, but 
when you race in a group, there's a different dynamic. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. You don't get that at home. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. The truth is we're better together. That's the truth. We are better together. We need each other. I need you. You need me. Makes us stronger. I need the tension that happens between you and I. And we don't like the tension, do we? But gee, it builds us strong if we handle it right. If we don't allow it to spit us out sideways. But if we handle it the way Jesus teaches it, we just get stronger. We just develop maturity and strength that nothing will take us down. I love that. Excuse me. I need to see your faith in operation. Why? Because it inspires me. When I see you stand in faith, when I see you stand against overwhelming odds and come through with victory, that inspires me. I need to see that. I see you overcome, that inspires me. I see your generosity, that inspires me. Inspires me. You make me better than I could ever be alone. That's just the truth. We work together. We need each other to get stronger. And iron sharpens iron. Spur one another on towards love and good deeds, as Hebrew says. The second thing is in works of service out of verse 12. It says there, to equip his people for works of service. See, Christ himself has put this plan in place. This is his idea. This is how it works, that all believers would be equipped for works of service. It's not the pastor's plan. It's his plan that he put in place. Why? Because he knows how important it is for the body to be made strong. To be made strong. See, if you want to keep fresh water, you've got to let it flow. If you just dam water up and let it stagnate, it'll never be fresh. It's the same spiritually. If you sit here week after week and and just... You know, let that revelation sit in your heart, then it'll stagnate. You know, add the years to it two, three, five, ten years down the track, you'll be bored with church. You'll be so jammed up, so stagnant with revelation after revelation, just another sermon, just another Sunday. Amen? That's why we've got to let it flow. We've got to give it out. We receive it in and then we give it out. You get a revelation. You get an answer to prayer. You get something that you learn in the spiritual realm and then you pass it on to the next person who needs it. Amen? We come alive. Why? Because we make room for more revelation to flow. It comes in and we pour it out. It comes in and we pour it out. And lives are changed and transformed that way. You are incredibly vital to the health of the body of Christ. I 
I've heard people say that they find it hard to connect in church. You know, oh, you know, no one spoke to me or no one connected with me. And, you know, the reality is we are a big church. And you can get lost in a big church. But you have to find the small church inside the big church. That's the key to it. You see, our worship team this morning, they're a small church inside the big church. Our our usher teams, they're they're a small church inside the big church. Our our kids, you know, leaders that look after this, you know, they're a small church inside the big church. And when you're a part of a small church inside a big church, you develop relationship, you develop friendship, you develop, you know, a support structure. You won't get lost. Prayer team are a small church inside a big church. Mark 10.45 said, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. See, today is not a, a, a pastor's drive for volunteers. That's not what this sermon's about. Now, this sermon is about Jesus wanting to build every believer and to make his body strong. That's what it's about, to build every believer to make their body strong. And serving is a vital part of that. Whatever your gift, whatever your ability is, it's not every week, it's not two services on a Sunday, it's whatever you can get to to serve will build you, will connect you, will make you stronger. You want to keep fresh and grow in your faith, then you serve, it's the best way to do it. It's the best way to do it. I know people who have sat in church for years and then one day, I don't know, out of just sheer reflex, put their hand up and said, oh, yeah, I'll do that. They come alive. They come alive. I watched those, those um, volunteers on Friday at the community breakfast. You go into that kitchen, it's a hoot. They have so much fun. One of them said to me, I don't want to miss it because I know something good's going to happen. I'm going to miss out on all the fun if I don't turn up. Amen? It's not serving. It's not, it's not arduous. It's not laboring. It's fun. It's connection. I love that. The third one today is attaining to the fullness of Christ. Wow. How good would that be? Attaining to the fullness of Christ for your life. Wow. Verse 13, 14, it says, Until we reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and becoming mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Can I tell you that, you know, God has a plan for your life. You're sitting here today thinking, well, you know, I just attend church. I just come to Highway. It's a good church. I like to worship, you know. But it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. It's so much bigger. It's so much enlargement for your life in this body. And you don't want to miss out on any of that. You don't want to miss out on it. It's like the most successful businessman in the world wants to take you under their wing as their apprentice and mentor you to greatness. That's the opportunity you have sitting here today. 
That is the opportunity you have sitting here today under this Word of God. You can have under this, you know, instruction of the Word of God, you can have the best marriage that, that you've ever dreamed of. You can build the best business. You can use these principles to develop any area of your life to incredible success. I got uh, three grandchildren this morning on milkshake duty. They're out there making milkshakes. We're yet to see how much they make and how much they drink, but never muzzle an oxen when they're treading out the corn. Well, I said to them this morning, I said, okay, here's the thing. I don't want you mucking around there. I want you focused. People come to get a milkshake, I want you to eyeball them. Look them in the face, smile. You know, engage, engage with people. I mean, these are 13-year-olds, right? Engage with people. You know, and I said, you know, this will help you for the rest of your life. The confidence that you get engaging with people, and the church is the best place to do it because we've got every level of society here. We do. We've got doctors, lawyers, politicians. We've we got it all. Bricklayers, plumbers. Every aspect of society comes in this melting pot right here and you get an opportunity to engage with them eyeball to eyeball. Builds incredible confidence. If you're a shy person, this is the best place for you. This is the best place for you. And you know the good news in that? It'll enhance the rest of your life. You go back to work on Monday, people say, what's happened to you? I didn't know you could talk. <laughs> Think about it. Everything we do in life is engaging with people. And you get an opportunity to hone those skills in this house every week, serving an incredible God. Don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss the opportunity. So good. He's saying that he's got the Holy Spirit, the Word of God. He's got leaders and coaches all laid out for you to achieve greatness. All you have to do is to say yes to the program. All you have to do is say yes to the program. You will get to meet people in this house that will help you in every aspect of life. Every aspect of life. People with experience. People with faithfulness. Integrity. You'll get to meet those people. They'll spur you on. Iron sharpens iron. That's what the body does. They work together as one. What does chapter 5, 14, 16 say? Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise. See, it's a choice. It's like be very careful. Make a choice to live wise. Make a choice to get involved in an area. They say, if you're the smartest person in your group, it's time to get another group. Because you, you're not learning anymore. Amen? You know, one of the greatest things uh, uh, it's, it's helped me in ministry as a pastor is, is going to the States. Because they're so much bigger than we are. They're 10 times our size. If we had this church, I don't know, Pastors there will tell you, we're probably 2,700, 3,000 people. We would be a church of 30,000 in the States, simply by just sheer numbers. We'd be a mega church. 
you know. And so you go to those places and you see it and you go, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I can see it, we can do this. And it inspires us, the body of Christ inspires each other. I love it. So for many sitting here today, it's buy-in time. It's buy-in time. You know, I've been reading the scripture and uh, uh, going through the gospels and, and just reading the words of Jesus. And you know, Jesus didn't muck around. He was pretty direct. He was pretty direct. He said, get a job. You know, don't be lazy, get a job. If you listen to the sermon, they reckon if you could live the Sermon on the Mount, you would have the greatest life ever. Just by obeying, just the Sermon on the Mount, as Jesus spoke. It was very direct. It was black and white. There was no, you know, grey areas or situational ethics or nothing like that. No, 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 it was black and white. And if we would just obey the Word of God, because it's time to grow beyond to grow beyond where we are today. Now, we're all at different places, but we all need to grow beyond that. Amen? Wherever that is, whatever that looks like, we need to take that next step forward to grow beyond where we are today. That's, whole, well, that's what increase is all about. It's what increase is all about. The only requirement is that we say yes, and the journey begins. Have you heard that? Take up the opportunity and become the fullness of Christ. Apply the teachings of Christ in your lives and that maturity will make you strong. And you will be unwavering. And you will be planted upon a rock. And nothing will be able to take you down. Now I know there's a few people sitting here today and, and you're saying to me, yeah, but pastor, I, I've made some bad choices and... and and I'm just, my, my life's broken. I get that. Or maybe it wasn't even your choices. Maybe there were things out of your control that happened and now you're broken. Your life's shattered in some areas. I get that. But can I challenge you today? Just gather those broken pieces together and let's build from here. Amen? Let's, I know you, you, you've got the broken pieces. I get that. I've been there. If this is all I've got to work with, fine. Let's build from here. Let's build something out of this. Let's build something of worth out of the pieces that we have left and watch God build it to maturity. Amen? Don't be the victim anymore. Don't be the broken pieces. Oh, you know, I can't, my, my pieces are broken. No, no, gather them together. And, and, you know, let's build from here. Let's build something that glorifies his name. Amen. We can do that. We've got everything we need. We've got the Holy Spirit. We've got the Word of God. And we've got the body of Christ, the church. We put all that together. You will be a success. No two ways about it. Forget the past, because we're building the future. We're building the future. We are the church. We are the church of Jesus Christ. Every opportunity is right before you today. you just got to take hold of it and say yes. Amen? Listen to me. Don't, don't be a doubter. Don't think, oh, no, that would never. It's, it's laid out for you. 
Don't be unwise. Take a hold of every opportunity that comes your way. Be a part of the body of Christ. Put your hand up to serve somewhere. And so I don't have any gifts. You, we'll train you for that. We'll equip you for that. But it's vital that you become a part of it because that's where you're going to grow in maturity and get strength and be an overcomer. Amen? Be victorious. That's his plan. He doesn't want a broken up, beaten up, wrinkled old wife. Amen? Not a very attractive bride, is it? Sort of limping on one leg, sort of... No. No, he's coming back for a glorious bride. Glorious bride. It's you. On fire. On top. Overcomer. Victorious. That's you. Amen? Just say yes. Father, I thank you today for your word into our hearts. I'm excited about where we're going, Father. I'm excited because every individual has a part to play. Every individual has an opportunity to be a part of your master plan to reconcile mankind with God. Every single one of us, Lord, uh, none of us are waste. We're all incredibly important. I thank you for that. None of us deserve it, but you've given us the opportunity. And Lord, we're not going to leave it. We're not going to let it go. We're going to take a hold of it. We're going to run with it. We're going to allow it to enhance and build and, and let our lives rise up like a phoenix from the ashes, Lord, to something that will glorify your name, something that our generations will say they, they are blessed. They are blessed. Amen? Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand this morning.